Hello, and welcome to Saint Stories for Kids, a weekly podcast full of fun stories and facts about the holy men and women that have come before us. I'm your host, Chantal Barros. Saint Stories for Kids is brought to you by Shining Light Dolls. Discover award-winning Catholic dolls, books, toys, and more. Passing on the faith through proven play-based learning. Catholic mom design, Catholic kid approved. Visit www.shininglightdolls.com to learn more. And check out our new free coloring and activity sheets while you're there. Today we'll be telling the story of St. Francis Xavier, whose feast is celebrated on December 3rd. Francis was born on April 7, 1506 in what is now present-day Spain. He came from a very wealthy noble family and grew up in the family castle with at least two brothers and two sisters. At the age of six, war broke out and the family castle was invaded. The war lasted for 18 years. At age 19, Francis went on to study in Paris at the University of Paris, where he stayed for 11 years. When Francis was 23, a new student came to the university, a man we know as St. Ignatius of Loyola, and shared lodgings with Francis and his friend Pierre. Ignatius was much older than the other students. He was 38 at the time. And at first, Francis didn't really like Ignatius's attempts to convince them to become priests and thought he was a joke. But over time, Ignatius won them over, and Francis realized God was in fact calling him to a religious vocation. Five years later, on August 15, 1534, Ignatius, Francis, and five other students met and took vows of poverty, chastity, and obedience to the Pope, and became the co-founders of the Society of Jesus, also known as the Jesuits. Francis, who now had a degree in Master of Arts, began his study of theology and was ordained on June 24, 1537. In 1540, Ignatius's plan for the new order was approved by Pope Paul III, and in the same year, King John of Portugal requested Jesuit missionaries to be sent to reinvigorate the faith of the Portuguese people living in India. Ignatius originally asked two other Jesuits to go, but when one of them became sick, he asked Francis, and so his life as a missionary was almost accidental. Francis Xavier set sail for the missions on his 35th birthday, and over the next 11 years, he traveled extensively around Asia and is credited with the conversion of tens of thousands of people and is considered to be the most influential missionary to Asia, only second to St. Paul the Apostle. Francis Xavier is known as the Apostle of the Indies and is the patron saint of missionaries along with St. Therese of Lisieux. Now it's time for our story. Francis was no stranger to the perils of traveling by sea, but as he rested in his bunk, the sudden lurching of the ship made his stomach churn. For a brief moment, he hoped it was just one random wave, but a huge crack of thunder and another lurch let him know that they were indeed facing a storm at sea, and from the way the ship was rocking, it felt like a big one. The captain had told the missionaries that they would be landing on Baranura Island in the morning. The men had left India and were headed to the Maluka Islands, also known as the Spice Islands. Settlers from Europe had come to the islands looking for the mace, nutmeg, and cloves that could only be found there. The spice trade had created many new communities, and Francis had been asked to visit the Portuguese settlements and preach the gospel there. Francis swung his legs to the ground and grabbed his crucifix off the bed. It was his most prized possession and had gone with him on all of his adventures. The boat lurched violently again, almost knocking Francis down. He could now hear the shouts of the sailors and other missionaries. This was no ordinary storm. Francis made his way to the deck to see how he could help, all while the ship tossed him this way and that, 
The other men were clearly distraught. Their ship was being tossed around like a toy boat. Huge waves were pummeling their ship as sheets and sheets of rain came pounding down from the sky. I don't know how much more of this the ship can handle, the captain shouted at Francis, trying to be heard over the roar of the waves. I've never seen a storm like this one, he added, clearly afraid. Francis looked around at his friends, desperately holding on and terrified, and an image of Jesus calming the storm came into his mind. He looked down at his crucifix in his hand and knew what he had to do. Slipping and sliding, soaked with rain, Francis made his way to the front of the boat and lifted his crucifix high into the air as he shouted, In the name of Jesus Christ, I command you to stop! And then he leaned over the boat and dipped his crucifix into the sea. Instantly, the sea calmed and the rain stopped. But Francis's hands were slippery from all the rain, and before he knew what was happening, his favorite crucifix slipped out of his hands and disappeared to the bottom of the sea. Francis stood up, and a wave of sadness flooded his heart. He loved that crucifix. It had been such a source of consolation and strength through his travels. He couldn't believe that just like that, it was gone forever. But Francis knew that even with his crucifix gone, God would always be with him. And so he decided to try not to focus on the loss and thank God with his friends for the amazing miracle they had received. Francis was truly grateful that God had saved them from the storm. But as he lay back in his bunk, he couldn't help but also feel sad about his crucifix. Francis gave all of his feelings to God in prayer and drifted off to sleep. When he awoke and went to the deck of the ship the next day, it was like the horrible storm of the previous night was just a distant dream. The sea was sparkling and calm, and there wasn't a cloud in the sky. The ship was now approaching a beautiful tropical island, and palm trees gently swayed on the beach. Francis took a deep breath of the fresh air and thanked God again for getting them there safely. As the men were disembarking the ship, Francis decided to go for a short walk on the beach to clear his mind. He was still sad that his crucifix was gone. He had hardly gone 10 yards when suddenly, out of the clear blue water, emerged a large crab, scuttling towards him. And held high in its pinchers was Francis's crucifix. Dumbfounded, Francis bent down and took the crucifix from the crab, who proceeded to turn around and head back towards the sea. But before it disappeared completely, Francis regained his composure and shouted, thank you, and blessed the crab. Francis, overjoyed to have his crucifix back, turned to show his friends, but they had all seen the crab too, and were shouting with joy for their friend. The story of St. Francis Xavier reminds us that God can answer the prayers of our hearts in the most unexpected ways. This miracle was actually used at the canonization of St. Francis Xavier, and there are actually crabs in the Indo-Pacific that have a cross on their back. They are known as crucifix crabs. St. Francis Xavier, pray for us. Thank you for joining us today, and we hope you enjoyed the story. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast, tell a friend, and reviews are always appreciated. Until next time!